How is everyone? Welcome. Oh, look at everyone straight into the kind of chat. That's lovely. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome into the Potty Mouth Garden Club. We are here. There we go. And let me just tell you, the old boy, 20 seconds before we went live, 20 seconds has just come in and thinking, oh, look at I've got, I've dropped a little clanger there. JB, I've got my... Um, live going on as well so i can't have to turn that down so anyways we will run the intro and then we'll get straight into it Yeah, so welcome, welcome. I've just had to kind of crash and shut my uh, Google Chrome page there because it was stuck on me. And that's such a, like, a, oh, you know what I mean? But a junior mistake, schoolboy error. So uh, w welcome, everybody. Yes, welcome back to the Potty Mouth. Just to give you a heads up, we have one more week next week on this channel, and then we're moving all shipping board over. We're going over to this YouTube channel as well. So there's a link in the description. So please... One more week after this one, and then we're away, we're, we're, we're gone, we're out of here. So, Discord as well, don't forget, we are on the Discord, if you want to kind of pop over and have a look there. And just someone mentioned last week that was expecting us to be all in the Discord after this show. And, to be honest, we're kind of, we're shattered after this kind of high, intense public appearance, you know what I mean, this kind of, <laughs> so... We might not be there straight away, but it's a 24-7, the Discord. So do pop over. There's links in the description and everything. It'd be lovely to see you over there and show your pictures. If you've got a YouTube channel, show your YouTube channel. So let's introduce our guest there, Stephen. Are you good? good? Sir. How are you? How are you doing? I'm How's the weather? Good. What we got? 17 degrees there in Cockermouth. <laughs> it's lovely, isn't it? It's balmy here. It's <laughs> completely balmy. Red hot summer there. So is everything everything good? Is the garden going all right? Um, I've just noticed a little problem this week. I hadn't actually taken much notice, but you know my new polytunnel at the back where I'm doing all this new fertigation yes. thing? I hadn't been watching the flower trusses on, on those tomatoes, and they haven't been setting. It's got too hot in there over this last couple of weeks. You know, I've got the ventilation on the big tunnel. Oh, right, they're right. All, they're all set in fine, and I'm getting loads of fruit. But I just noticed the other day there's there's only like half a dozen bunches of fruit on there on on the plants that Audrey sent me. On the Crimson Crush, there's, there's fruit coming, but again, not many. So I've ordered two more openers for the windows, and I'm going to get them fixed up in the next couple of days. And so hopefully it, that should turn things around. Right. Well... Funny enough, Steve. Now I've had all my tomatoes are kind of set away, but the the one aubergine I got set sent over. Yeah, it's having it's getting flowers on, but it's not getting fruit on. Now actually, I was going to mention this later on today, but we haven't kind of chatted about. Is that? But my doors are open. Could that still be a possibility? That it's too hot for the. I don't know with aubergines, to be honest, Tony. I've never really experienced right. that. Normally. I've I've got a few sets, a few aubergine sets. Normally, that for me they normally come all the way at the early part of the season to mid season, and then 
they kind of stopped for me. But that's always been down to the ventilation, I think. Right. Um, I've got a couple set now. Uh, two, there's, well, I'd say there's probably two or three that I can harvest. And in the main tunnel, the, my peppers, you know, I've, I've had experience with them in the past not ripening. I've got peppers oh, ripening well, in, in, the, uh, in the main tunnel. At the is, that, is that these ones, is it? No, they're tomatoes. They're Jersey Devil tomatoes. Oh right! Funny enough, because I seen you put a port, like you put a link in, and I thought it was just you just taking the mick out because you don't like chili peppers. So I was just thinking <laughs> it was a, you know a kind of. Now I've just actually, I look like looks like I've just gone off the screen there now. So let me just um, check. Oh dear, me! One second, I'm going to bring in a back in a back in camera there. Oh, so oh, look at that! Wow. Oh my god, that. So why have one camera when you get well, six? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so there, it, that's a tomato, Steve. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Jersey Devil. Wow. It's like a paste, a paste tomato. They call it. Right. And when you cut it open, there's virtually no seeds in it. It's all meat. It's oh, it's a beautiful tomato. It really is. I've tried to grow them before and never been successful. Really, with them, I've had one or two, but this year they're doing doing me fine. Right, really right. good. Oh, I've never, I've never um, seen them. What were you going to, Audrey? Were going to say something? I was going to ask him if that was an indeterminate tomato. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Nice. Re- remind us again. Indeterminate are the ones straight up, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. 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 Audrey, while while you're on the screen, hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How, how are you doing? Are you fine? Great. Uh, we're threatening to get rain today, so I'm very excited. Ooh. But I'm also not believing it until I see it. Right. <laughs> Just, have, have, when, since the last time we had it, have you had rain since we talked last no. time? Right? No. Blimey heck. No. Eh? no. Deary, deary. It spit, we've gotten a spit a few times, but uh-huh. it literally was a spit. Right. So it didn't do anything. Wow, wow. Yeah, so it's supposed to thunderstorm, so we will see. I hope uh, it just rocks and rolls for, like, hours. That would be great. GB, GB, I'm sorry, I'm trying to do, Audrey, I was trying to do two things at once. Swinch me camera okay, on. Okay, I know off. that's hard for you, Tony. <laughs> How are you <laughs> doing, GB? How are you, sir? Yeah, good. All good, good, um, good. Similar to Audrey, though, wishing for rain, because it is... Right here. I I cannot remember the last time we had proper rain. It's been it's, a very long time. <laughs> He's sitting there thinking, eh, I'm getting more rain than a bloody <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I mean I've got I've got to cut my lawn again. It's you know, it's nearly four inches high, it's just growing so quickly and it's so lush and green and you know, it's wet, it's raining again and you know, it's well, just growing and growing and growing. I watched your Steve, I watched your video about the, the onions. You know, you're picking oh, your, right. and it's just like honestly, I kind of um, where's me, um, where's me applause? You know what I mean? Just <laughs> fan, fantastic. And then, funny enough, G- JB was kind of has put his now, <laughs> and it's not JB. I'm not, JB, I'm not. There's no way I'm kind of because you know mine. I get them ones, but it's got to be water, Steve. It, that's all it can be, surely, because. JB said he's I, put I'm, them in. He's kind of left them. You said you put yours in. You kind of left them. So surely it's got to be like the amount of water that you're getting. Or the can it be anything I, else? 
I can't think. The only thing I can think of really is that because um, because I'm no dick, that will feed the onions. But the, I mean, I think it's. I've made this conscious decision this year to not use a hose pipe or try not to. And what I've been doing is when I've been putting crops in the ground, I'll use the hose pipe to water them in to soak the bed. Uh, and then I'll walk away. If they look like they need watering, if the mulch on the top is not keeping it moist underneath, I'll water with a watering can. And that's all I've done this year. But those onions and the, the shallots and the garlic and elephant garlic, I haven't had to water at all this year, hmm. which is pretty stunning, really. So what do you see at GB? Well... You know, what's the bloody point? What is what is the bloody point? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the ones that you just showed there were by far the worst. That Yeah, they're the worst rows. Some of them were okay. Um, weirdly, I didn't have much white rot this year. I, I was looking at the, the onions doing really badly as they were growing, and I thought, oh, they've all got white rot. They're all going to be horrible. Most of them were fine. They're just tiny. <laughs> so I, t- I think probably dry. Weather. I tell it's, you what, mind you, JB, I tell you what. Do you know what I mean? Me and Steve used to be the kind of YouTube pin-up gardeners, but we've got to just take a back seat now. Do you know what I mean? Your little your little tight T-shirt, I watched that video there. You've got this, like, Itali- out. He's got this Italian vibe going on there. Do you know what I mean? All the ladies and all the men must be thinking, my God, let me get a calendar of that fella. Sun's out, sun's out. <laughs> so what's the bloody up. point so yeah, just, what, while we're on let me just get rid of them onions one there Let's... <laughs> there we go there we go um, I forgot to mention oops I've put them back oops. on the onions I've gone quite red there <laughs> the Italian yeah. stallion eh, of gardening <laughs> can we just if you want a question answered I forgot to mention in the in the comments if you're alive tonight we will answer some questions and just put a capital Q or a Q before your question space then the question and then I'll be able to find it you know what I mean so that would be nice as well so we can have some questions because I've got some notes but we're always like happy to kind of answer some questions, and it kind of makes the show your, your questions. So put a capital Q and put your questions, and then we'll we'll answer them as well. Right, I've then. got a question. Oh, Stephen, fire away, sir! I've got a question. I've been watching you and following you for ages because I think you're fantastic. And you talking about I me go... or JB or Audrey? <laughs> oh no, you, Tony. Oh, you yourself. And every time I go on the page on your channel, it says Tony C. Smith at the top, and I'm thinking, what the blinking neck does the C stand for? So <gasps> right, there we go. right, is right. It oh, oh, or look is it, it look Carruthers, it. or is it Carson, or <laughs> is it Cody? <laughs> well, I tell you what, we'll I just go. Just, give I us think your... it's a Colin. A Colin, right, right, right. Colin. You're saying Colin. JB, what do you say? Well, it, it reminded me of Arthur C. Clarke with your sci-fi ah, background. Yes. I wondered if it was a bit of a, uh, you know. Oh, well, I've well, just, 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 just put it in for the, <laughs> the aesthetic kind of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Audrey, have you got uh, um, an idea what my surname is? You know, uh, let me think because your Tony Smith does not sound English to me. Right, right. So I'm trying to think. It sounds almost like uh, standard American slash Italian a little bit. 
So the C might be for Corleone. That would work. I'd, I could pull. I could pull that off, Audrey and Whitburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah the north, north yeah, yeah, on the time. <laughs> no, it is. It is actually. Are you ready? Yeah, go on then. Charles. Oh, so uh, I, nice. I, I saw a couple of guesses there in the chat there, and I thought, yeah, that's, that's yeah. got to be it. It'll be Charles. I was named after my granddad. I prefer Clementine. I think that's much nicer. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I, could probably, I could probably pull off a Clementine. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> let's see what Brilliant. I've got. Um, oh, that's what I was going to ask. Just a nice little daft one to kick off. Don't forget, questions are popping in there, so that's... Great. Audrey, if you had one, and I think I know what Steve's gonna answer is gonna be. If you had one no, tool, Audrey, one tool. Oh what's your favorite tool? Without a doubt, hoary hoary knife. Uh-huh. That's mine as well. Yeah. Uh, and you again, yeah, you introduced yeah. me to that kind of knife. You actually you, you didn't introduce you, you bought as one. So Yes. And because it's Remember, I saw you with that little silly pocket knife trying to cut through <laughs> the broccoli stem, and I thought, oh, come on. There are so many better tools you know, yeah. so do You don't mince your words, eh? Oh, for Christ's sake. Tony, man. You know what I mean? Oh, it was, it was – I, I was yelling at the screen. Actually. Well, Audrey, when, like you I said, could. I hadn't heard of it, and actually when I – you sent the email and, and that. And I was thinking, I didn't know even how to pronounce it, even though looking at your word, I was thinking, hurry, hurry. This is just, but then I actually got the knife and what a weighted, you know what I mean? Oh, it's like, yeah. it's like the perfect thing for just, I'll tell you what, for dandelions. Do you know what I mean? They don't stand there. Mm. Yeah. A mother chance. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I only had one. That would for sure be it. Yeah. That, well, that's, you, yeah. I, kinda knew, I knew you'd pick that. Now, I'm going to go to Steve now, and I think he's <laughs> going to pick something totally different. Uh, shall I tell you what I think you're going to pick, Stephen? Yeah, oh. go on then. Right. And I'll pick the other one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, do you think? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, his little thing, his finger. His whole name's different. Well, I wasn't actually thinking of that. I was thinking more of that. Right, right. Control. My big claw thing, the thing I showed on oh, here uh, right, right, a couple right. of weeks ago, that's a brilliant tool. You can do almost everything with that. I mean, I've also got my trowel, of course, uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and my dipper. You know, uh-huh. I've, got, I've got them all. Well, it's funny, <laughs> it's funny, Steve, you know, because, like, the trowel, that works, I think, so much better than any tool. You can, can, yeah. you can, you can do that. Do you know what I mean? So you, you make yeah. a little trough in the ground. Yeah, you can kind of, you know what I mean? But this kind of, that's what I do. And it's just, yeah, yeah you might not get it straight. Nice. Do you know what I mean? But kind of... doesn't matter, does it? It's a, it's a, especially with no dig. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. it, it kind of... It just It seems to... Your fingers and hands seems to work. You know what I mean? And anything else you well, want to kind of... On today's video... On today's video, I was planting purple sprouting broccoli, and these were going like seven or eight inches deep into a no-dig bed. And again, it was just this... Uh-huh. Just digging down, parting the soil, planting and down, and then fist it down to um, to 
That sounds rude, doesn't it? I know. It? <laughs> Steady. What? It's not me this time. It is oh, 15 oh, minutes. 15 minutes. Oh, it's getting weird. <laughs> you, you really got to really firm the ground around there, Brassicas. So. Well, it's, it's funny. I was just, I was up to date because I just haven't, again, haven't been doing it, Steve. But mine, I've just got mine set. And I was going to wait because I wanted to give mine a little bit longer in the pots. So what size was right. your, your purple sprout and broccoli? I just wanted to, because I think it oh, might be you what JB said. They've had better results with being in longer in the pot, you know, like a bigger plant to, to then transplant yeah. out. Well, I, I have to do that with a lot of plants here in Cumbria with the cold weather we get here. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like my dahlias are, are almost three or four foot tall when I plant them out and I start them off in pots in the polytunnel. And I do the same with as much things as I can, really. But these purple sprout and broccoli today, some of them were 20 inches and they were growing in right. a seed bed in, inside the polytunnel. And then you just dig them up so that the bare root, when they come out of the soil, plant them out straight away into your no-dig bed and they'll sulk for a week and then they'll start growing again. And have you covered them up straight away or are you just leaving them to the elements for a bit? I'll, I'll cover them up this week. I haven't covered them today, uh-huh. um, but I've got some more alkathene pipe to cut up and I've got some covers to find in the shed and I'll get them on in the next couple of days before they start getting mullered. It's a great, I think it's a great veg as well, Steve. You remember if you go on a JB. We'll get back to yeah. your one tool, JB. But it's just like, it's just one of them veg where, you, like you see, you've got to do it now, but it's for, yeah. it's for that hungry gap next year. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You've yeah. got to really kind of think it out. And and it, the, they grow like tree trunks. Do you know what I mean? I've still yeah. got the 10, do you know what I mean? They're still like that. Like, they're almost like walking sticks. You know what I mean? So... Oh God, yeah! Uh, you can buy them. You can buy uh, walking stick cabbages. Have you seen them? No, no. They were a thing down on. I think it was Guernsey. They were a thing down there um, where they were having competitions every year. You grew these cabbages. They were on very long stems and very thick. And the idea was that you harvested the cabbage and ate it. I think. But the stem you would make and carve a walking stick out of. Right. And then the whole wow. of bloody Guernsey had these walking <laughs> sticks made out of cabbage stems. It's incredible. I love the way we kind of just go down a rabbit hole. How can yeah. we oh, get definitely. how can we get definitely. cabbage walking sticks? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, well you invited me here. GB, GB. Sorry. No, no, no. Jimmy, what, what, what would you see as one of your kind or your favourite tool? Or the well, mirror. Hurry, hurry, is up there. Uh-huh. <laughs> wait, wait, what was that? What did you see? I said a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Two strikes, three. Poor and lad, poor lad. <laughs> yeah. I, so I got a Hori Hori this year. Um, it was for my birthday, actually. And I do really like it, but um, I think it's much better for raised beds. I've got quite stony soil, so I find for, it's not perfect for everything. Um, some of the less turned over beds it kind of struggles with. And I, I get worried about, like, blunting it. So I've, can I, I've, can I've I just, it the nice stuff. Can I just jump in here, JB, when you said... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... 
I can't see the garden from the grass and the weeds here. I'm struggling to find out where your bed is in between that. Well, this, I, this is why I was going to come on to you for my favourite tool, which is... I mean, it doesn't matter. To... It looks good, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I got the guns out. Um, the, um, the lawn edger that I got this year um, that I use for the beds has made one of the biggest differences. And about... I don't yeah, know. you haven't used it on that bed then, eh? that frame. right? Yeah, <laughs> you can see I have had a go at um, the bed with the edger, um, and it just makes such a difference. But um, yeah, that bed is pretty messy. I'll give it to you. But um, I'll, I'll be honest as I well, G- G- video. I'll be honest as well, GB. I kind of struggle with all that grass you've got there, man. I'd have the tiniest plants. I'm getting rid. It just seems yeah, getting rid. It, it seems to be a lawn with a couple of. I would like. I don't know if, you've, if it's ever possible. I'd love to have like a drone shot of your garden just to oh. see what's actually <laughs> what kind of bed. Yeah, send me a drone. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I, I have um I have spoken about this a few times in some of the videos, but the I am getting rid of the paths basically. When I started out, I had one point two meter wide paths. Um no wide one point two meter wide beds with a little kind of grass path down the middle and it, they're just so much work to keep on top of um you know the grass if it goes over it sets seed and then that gets in beds and it's a bloody nightmare yeah um so i'm just digging them over i'm turning them over um and i've already done that on one half so where i was i had the potatoes um, that potato bed used to have two more paths down the middle they've all been turned over and it, i just find it is so much easier to keep on top of it when it's all been turned over and you just got one big bed mm-hmm. um so that's yeah. the winter yeah, I will still have that main grass path down the middle that will kind of go to the greenhouse um, just because it's nice to have something a little bit um, green and that should add a bit of structure. But yeah, generally, most of the rest coming up. Right, then let us just have a little go at the questions there. Marion's asking, I have Brussels sprout plant that is reshooting again in the last week. Will it be okay to leave or will I pull it up? Will it will it give me sprouts again this year? Now, funny enough, Marion, what I wanted to do, I don't think I don't know if I think I'll have time, but I was I've getting me times wrong with Brussels sprouts, but I wanted to grow some just for the greens. So I was like I was gonna just oh there goes me bloody head. Oh hello. Hello, hello, hello. One second, I'll just put the daisy cap. Bye. I don't know why that oh. keeps on uh, going off. I think there must be a timer on it. Um Macintosh. Macintosh. So I wanted to kind of does it come back on there, Marion? I wanted to oh. kind of grow, grow different like Brussels sprouts, some for harvest, but some for the green tops. So, I'd, yeah, if it was me, I would leave them to see if I would get some more green tops. But I don't know the likes. Audrey, have, have, would you? What would you do with Brussels sprouts? Would you leave them or pull them or? Well, I don't know that they'll grow a new top. If you want, you pop, pop that top off. I think it totally signals that the Brussels sprouts need to start if they're not. Uh, I have never tried to regrow Brussels sprouts. I mean, I I grow them a lot just for the leaves because the leaves are so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I don't know that they but, would resprout. It seems like I, once you I, pop I, that, sprout well, maybe off, they wouldn't wouldn't resprout, but you would get some some sort of green leaf. And I would think. Anything like yeah. any kind of 
brassica uh-huh. of any kind will still grow leaves. So maybe uh-huh. it will. Uh-huh. I just have never done that. And so I'm, I can't say for sure. I guess for me, I would kind of want the green leaves. I don't know. Steve, what would you what would you go for? Well, oh, bye, Tony. I was I gone again. Um, <laughs> with, with, I mean, with a Brussels sprout, the, the, the stem grows up and, the, and you get the sprouts on the stem, obviously. Are you, is Marion talking about the stem has gone and it's regrown from the roots? I'm not, I'm not 100%. Uh, I have a Brussels sprout plant that is reshooting again in last week. It will, will it be okay to leave it or will I pull it out? Will it give, will it give me sprouts again this year? Well, if it's a new stem, it might. But uh, uh, the thing that would concern me is, would it grow true to the variety that you had previously? I mean, it might do. I mean, it's certainly a worthwhile experiment to do. But personally, I would rip them out and put new ones in. That's my own my own opinion. I'd want to know that what I'm planting, I'm going to get a, a harvest off. Because mm. once you start messing around with the genetics of plants like that, and they start diversing, um you you might lose some of the qualities. I mean, they might grow nice sprouts, but they might taste foul. Mm-hmm. You, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. But it might be worthwhile having a go. What do you think, GB? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done Brussels sprouts. Uh, never, but there's lots of people in the chat saying that um, you should leave them and, and let them go to flower because those flower sprouts are amazing. Um, so I guess it would be oh, similar to a broccoli. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. I, I guess, like Steve said, it, it, it depends, you know, have you got the space for an experiment or do you need a, a reliable crop? Um, I'm always leaving stuff in and just seeing what it does. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 like I said, I'll leave it in to a certain extent, but then, I, you know what I mean, it always comes a time where I wish I'd just pulled it in the end as well because I've never used it, you know what I mean? So I'll, maybe I'm just talking a little whole load of waffle there, Marion, as well. Um, <laughs> let me see. It's... <laughs> Right, Craig is asking, why are my cucumbers gone spiky? Now, I'm not... Is that just not a, like a variety that's kind of got like the... Maybe you've left I it too long. It's a variety, isn't it? I think so. That's what I think it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. lots of uh, cucumbers are traditionally gone. Things like, uh, I mean, a variety called Telegraph will grow a long long cucumber and they're quite smooth skins some are some aren't and, and i think the ones we get used to the ones we see in the shops all the time are the the ones that are easier to handle i.e smooth skins uh-huh can't it's... be damaging them customers uh, uh-huh. <laughs> what gb have you had any um have you grown any cucumbers <laughs> I have, yeah we're taking a few now i think five or six most of my plants like i planted out five or six plants and most of them just have not had a good time apart from one which is like exploded and that's where i've had most yeah. of the cucumbers right, and right. Yeah, they're spiky spiky little things um i'm not sure what variety it is because i'm a bit like you with my labels tony um, oh my labeling is my labeling is, is, is worse than anybody do you know what i mean <laughs> even when i bother jb when i bother to write you know put it on the bloody writing, I can't read the writing anyway, so yeah. I don't know why I yeah. bother. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> I did Market More and uh, Masterpiece, um, and I think they're both spiky. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. They, they taste nicer than shop-bought, mm-hmm. but sometimes the skin's oh, a little tough, and yeah. you've got to give it a bit of a, a rub down. 
A what? <laughs> right, that's, well, that's it. That's it. You're not rubbing down cucumbers. Ladies and the men have just turned turned away from you there. You've just lost your audience, man. Bloody hell. Audrey, what about you? There were cucumbers. I think it's the variety. Uh-huh. Some are spiky and some are smooth. Um, and, you know, you could, as JB said, you can just rub them off uh, <laughs> if you don't want the spikes. <laughs> Or you know oh, whatever, uh, and usually how we are, Stephen. Man, come on, my God! Well, I haven't done any. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I stand Audrey, by my rubbing the spikes off, Stephen. Right, right. Oh, wait on then. Wait on then. Um, I'm having to use because I don't know if my. It'll come up. See, I'm blank on that on that one, which is a bit of a shame. Um, there's the one here from Elizabeth Law was saying, which is quite. A, my cucumber in my greenhouse was thriving over the last three days. It's totally clapped. Is it too much water? Right, right, Stephen. Well, is is the ground too wet? I mean, that's that's the simple thing. Again, homemade dipper, put it in the soil, see what's going on down below first. Plants can collapse from either too little water or too much water. But generally, normally when plants get overwatered, you'll see some yellowing in the leaves as well. Yeah. That It's not always the case, but it, it's, again, it's another signal for the gardeners to, to take notice that something is going amiss and time for you to investigate. And always start with looking at the stem of the plants. It, has it been attacked anywhere? Has it changed colour? Have a look at the leaves, both sides, see if there's any little animals or beasties or signs of animal poo, if you like. Have a look for them. Um, are the edges of the leaves ripped or scorched? Um, yeah, just, just do some basic checks and form a picture. And from there, you can generally work out what's going on. I would have thought, just hedging me bets with a guess here, that... Because cucumbers like a lot of water, do you know what I mean? Yes. Being like thirsty mm. plants, so if it was like out of a, you know, I would have probably said more drying or or another what what Steve just said there, more than too much watering. Because I've been getting some cracking cucumbers, but I've been just hose piping them. Do you know what I mean? Over these last few hot days, just totally kind of more water <laughs> than. Some- Something else that's just sprung to my mind there, if if the plant is too dry, because it's a cucumber, you'll generally see the leaves go limp really quickly if it's too dry. And the other thing that can happen yeah. is it, they can rot off just above soil level. So if they have been watered too much, you, you know, if you're overcompensating for dry weather, if too much water gets on the stem, it can start to rot the stem. So have a look at the stem at the bottom couple of inches and make sure all that hunky-dory, even part some of the soil around the mm-hmm. stem and have a look and see what's going on. Has, Audrey, has this ever happened to you? Where, I'm not just saying, like, say a cucumber, just say any kind of plant, you know, you, you're kind of, your prized possession, and then all of a sudden she just goes yes. and you kind of you keep... My uh, indeterminate tomatoes right now are near death, uh, and it's wow. not for lack of water. They're on a south-facing... Uh, they're growing up a south-facing wall. I think it's just been too 
hot for them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, we've gotten a nice harvest so far, but I'm not sure they're going to make it with this heat. So, you know, a lot of plants, too, when it gets too hot, kind of shut down. You know, they, yeah. they're not going to produce fruit anymore. They're going to kind of try to make it. Uh, but I know, but everything about the cucumber, I would just agree with what Steve said. Uh, but yes, there are times that they seem fine. And then one day it's like, what happened to this plant? So, Audrey, 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 can I just see in yes. the background there, little, little certificates? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so someone got their level one, their level one my, junior certificate. <laughs> yes, with my, with my mini mouse ears. Yes, yes. right there. Yes. That's, That's fine. I've just, weeks. I've, I've just noticed it. Yeah. Has it been there for weeks? Yes. I was going yes. to put my Charles Doubting certificate right next to it, but, you know. I this did. one's more important. I was going to say, to be honest, mind you, Audrey, I am totally, you know what I mean? I'm kind of one of them, uh, you know, looks in the fridge. It's, where, where, Where's the butt that's right in front of you? And I cannot find it. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yes. If it's, if it's no, been there, no. if it's been on your shelf for weeks, I still, you know what I mean? That's yeah, just me really there missing it. it JB, have you had any problem? Well, you've. You've had any problems in the, in the garden. You were our you were our go to guy when things go wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It it is a kind of frustrating thing, though, isn't it? When you kind of, and especially when you don't know what it is. That's kind of what that's for me the the thing. Do you know what I mean? Can you you just lose a little bit of ah? You know what I mean? You might say, "What's the bloody point?" Exactly, that kind of thing happens. Yeah, it is. It is What's the bloody point. Um, I was, I was oh, too. I wasn't. I wasn't quick enough for there, lad. Um, it's interesting. Someone else in the chat as well, Jane, has just said they had a disaster with Market Mall. I'm wondering if it was a bit too hot for them because uh-huh. they're, they're more of an outdoor tomato. Um, no, they're not. <laughs> So yeah, maybe maybe it's the heat that did him in. We're getting me. we're getting um, through this show on a wing and a prayer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But like Steve, I mean that was very comprehensive from Steve, wasn't it? He's very good. Oh, um, he knows. He I think can. all the problems that you could have, he's lifted off. But I have seen mine. Um, mine have wilted the outdoor ones where it's been so right. dry. Mm-hmm. So if it's uh, an issue of lack of water. Thing. They do. They do let you know um, with yeah. the building, um, and in the greenhouse, could well just be temperature. You know, if it if it's got really hot in there. Well, so. we're talking about temperature then, GB. You sent us mm. over this picture, which is oh, green and pleasant England without any oh, grass, yeah. any green grass because of the temperature. <laughs> yeah. Now, just tell you them about see, this picture. Well, you can see the trees are still just about hanging on in there, but you can also see the the amount of leaf drop on the floor um you know it looks like autumn and it just shows how dry it's been here you know the 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 lawns the grass has just completely had it um it's been so long since we've had proper proper rain when i was digging up the potatoes it was so shocking you know because you go quite deep and the soil was just bone dry (laughs) absolutely bone dry so um i think it's going to be a bit of a challenge (coughs) the next few weeks for for the plot because well i mentioned i mentioned this i mentioned this jb is this because I was talking to my wife about this kind of thing? So, is these like last few days or last few, say, month climate change, or just do you think a freak hot summer? Honestly, I don't know. I don't think I don't, I'm not particularly qualified to answer. I don't, um, 
you know, I don't keep up with climate science or anything like that. Um, I think generally it's a case of warmer, wetter winters and hotter, drier summers, isn't it? You know, that's the, the general mm-hmm. pattern that we expect to see in the UK. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, I mean, droughts aren't particularly uncommon here. It, it is quite common to get into kind of hose-bound territory. Not in the northeast just, of England, sunshine. Yeah, Not no, in the Thumbrian water, I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of used to it, but you would still expect a bit, you know, more rain, you know, just occasional yeah. kind of, not like complete deluges for weeks, but enough to keep stuff ticking over, certainly at the mm-hmm. kind of surface of the soil. Mm-hmm. Walking down that cycle track and seeing some of the smaller trees like Budlia and Elder, they have had it. You know, they look like my peppers the other week, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, you know, when they've not been watered. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's somebody, the... uh, Amelia's just said in the chat, the apples and my apple tree, that is a really good point that my apple tree... Half of them are turning red already, even though they're absolutely tiny. That apple tree is definitely stressed. Um, yeah. And, yeah, you see all the kind of crab apples, you know, down hedgerows and all that. They're just looking really, really sad. I think um, that's the, trees. The, 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 the good point with this photograph is, yeah, because I think we're all used to seeing burnt dry grass and we know it kind of comes back. But when you see that, yeah. it is, it's just like an autumn picture. That with them leaves on the, on yeah, the ground yeah, from yeah. the trees are just... You know, the trees yeah. are getting stressed out as well. Do you know what I mean? Steve, yeah. do you think it's climate change or we're just having a freak hot hot year? Well, not in Cockermouth. For some reason, it's bypass. <laughs> it's bypass yeah. Cockermouth. Yeah, we're the only people who have had decent rainfall this year here in Cumbria. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's got, it's got to be a touch of um, this climate change. I mean, JB said it well there, you know, warm, wet winters and hot, dry summers, and we are having more of them. Uh, we're having less frosts and ice through the winter now as well. It's not killing all the bugs off, which is causing problems as we move into spring as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we, we've yeah. got to adapt and change to that. That's, you know, on top of everything else we have to deal with as gardeners. We, you know, we've got to change our methods and things. Audrey, I mean, I know you've got like slightly different weather to us, you know, but you've got more severe than you've got more heat. But have you right. noticed? Have you noticed your actual times or seasons have changed slightly? Oh yeah, well, and I don't know if it's a cyclical thing. I really, I do believe there is climate change that is causing glaciers at the poles to melt. I mean, there's some things we cannot deny that are happening. Uh, I know from when I was a child, I mean, I've essentially lived in the same area my whole life. We would have feet and feet and feet of snow. Mm-hmm. Like, it was hard to get out the house. Uh, I don't have that now. And, oh, there's a hummingbird right on my bush out oh. here. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> oh you guys. Oh, my God. That's not, wasn't me, wasn't me, Audrey. It was the old oh. It was the old one and the young one. I'll tell you, Liddy. Well, what do you weird. call a Bodleia if it's not a bush? Okay? <laughs> you get them tall. It's just filthy. Huh? Dirty boys. Oh, beautiful. Okay. What was I talking about? I think things are more uh, drastically different. 
with heat and with our winters, yes. Our yeah. winters are warmer. Our summers are hotter. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just looking at you all. You've got 26 there, but it's overcast. So you've got no... Well, and it's only 2.30 in the afternoon. We're mm-hmm. not... We're not close to our high yet. Yeah, so it's still oh. ah, bloody hell. I don't We're know still I could, climbing. I don't know if I could handle yeah. that, to be honest. Um, mm. Greece kind of the hot temperatures was kind of so hot. Out and about. Well, I'm in with, a seventy degree climate controlled air conditioned home right now, so I'm. Uh-huh. Fine. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like, kind of, you've got to. You got to be. Well, you'd have to. Yeah. You'd have to have that, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm just noticing uh, out and about with Lightly's is asking, have any of you guys, ladies, sown onion seeds in August for overwintering? And if so, they stay outside or in a greenhouse overwinter. Stephen, now I was going to, we're going to, I'm hoping to do somewhere. I haven't checked the dates if it's a Monday Boxing Day, but I wanted to do, it would have been nice to do like a, a Boxing Day sober onions because that's the day you sow mm. your onions. But it is, yeah. Steve, what about sowing onions for overwintering in August? I've I've never done it, and uh, the only the only knowledge I've got of that is for those exhibition growers, and they will build like um, like a big tent inside a polytunnel, and they'll heat that tent, and they'll start their onion seed off. But these are the guys that are growing onions the size of my head, you know. And I've seen that done, and they'll start them off under lights in sort of August time, and to go all the way through to the next year, and hopefully a champion onion. That's what uh-huh. they're going for. Well, I've noticed Peter Glazebrook, he's a man for that. Well, I've noticed doesn't Dan uh, allotment diary? He used to grow like big onions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So was was Dan doing it, Steve? In like sowing these seeds in August or not? I think so. If not, he was close to it. Right. Uh, I know the real, the real dedicated ones. The only name I can remember there was about half a dozen of them. They were all sowing, as I just described, in sort of August or very early September, under lights, and you know it was all the care and attention and pampering. You know, they had fifty liter tubs full of special compost to grow one onion in. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's funny because I was going to come on. To, I was going to come on to this, Steve, because I'm, you know, that kind of dedication and all that. I must admit, now I'm struggling a little bit with fertigation, with with not the fertigation, with the 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 feeds we are using. You know, where you've got like the the three different. I forget what yeah. master master blend. I liked the yeah. Calmag where it was like three mils in a water and can mix up. And personally, I'm kind of, you know what I mean? It's like, and I know you say you can do it quick, but it's just, yeah. I don't know, I'm a little bit. Are you fine? What, how are you fine? Are you still finding it okay to do the, like, because I stopped. We know we had, um, you You got a, like a little kind of scales and I got the little scales and we're weighing out. Yeah. Are you still weighing out every day that, yeah. that kind of little thing and putting it? Because I stopped that within a week and I'm just doing teaspoon here, teaspoon there. And I've like, <laughs> I can get away with a Calmag. That's easy enough. I'll just, I, I, I used to like squirt it a bit like into that. That's a, <laughs> actually looks like yeah. Calmag. I'm drinking well, the, only, <laughs> <laughs> the only the only reason I'm measuring it out is so that at the end of the season I can say, right, I've used this much. This is the estimated cost of it, and 
you know, you know yourself, Tony, I've bought some more stock, which should see me right the way through next season as well. And, and I'm, I'm hoping then at the end of the season, they can say, right, I've had this from these tomatoes, you know, from these plants, and this is what it cost. And whether you yeah. use it is up to you because uh-huh. it is quite expensive. So I'm keeping it as, you know, as to the directions I've been given. I'm just trying to keep it sort of real. I am tempted, I must admit, when I walk in in the morning and think, oh, bloody hell, I've got to do this again on some mornings. And I am tempted to just do a teaspoon of this and a teaspoon of that. But now yeah. I'm sticking to the, the regime I've started. That's the whole idea of a test. If you're going to do it, you've got to do it as best you can for you what you can do well I'm, I'm like i say i'm i'm, I'm glad you kind of, you're doing it steve so we can kind of see what it is but because like yeah i'm afraid i've kind of you know slackened off a bit and like you see it's it's a teaspoon here a teaspoon there it's a little bit of kind of one boring can's not the same as another i mean i'm still getting a nice <laughs> crop so yeah you know what i mean but it's not i've done it i've i'm not doing the tests no more shall i say what do you mean right yeah. i was gonna say um you know, if it's a bit labour intensive, a very easy way to overcome that, and you've probably got space in the poly, is to get a, a water butt in the poly tunnel, mm. fill that with x x amount of water, find out the ratio. I know where you're for... going. It, it won't work. It oh, won't it's, work. It's all got to be freshly mixed. It's all got to be freshly mixed. I mean, Glenn. I was speaking to Glenn about it about ten days ago because I had the same idea. Can't I just mix up a big button? Uh, Water butt and uh, dip me can in there, you know. <laughs> don't, don't stop it. Is it? Is it? Is it? Big butts. Hell, man! It's like it's like. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's something to do with the way they react with each other, and it yes, it doesn't okay. quite work out how you think. Very good. Funny enough, I, I think I've got my battery back. Let's just see I'm on there. I'm back on with that one there. I'm running on a battery on this camera at the moment. I don't know if it's to do with... Um, I've got this, like, electric cable. But I was going to ask you that, Steve. That's the one of the questions, because, like, you see, I'm running... Not running out of steam, but I'm still going to feed, but I'm running out of, like... I've run yeah. out of patience with the, the measury doctor size. We thought you would. That was a given, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? It was a given. It was. It was you know what I mean? Like, I lasted. I lasted. I think I lasted longer than what I thought. To be honest, you know what I mean? But, uh... it, it took it took me t- um, three days to tell you that I'd bought the scales to do it with, because I thought I know what he'll do. He'll go out and buy them because I've got them. Generally, well, <laughs> and, and you said it takes us ten minutes, and I thought, well, that's all right. But then yeah. it was just, like, it's a bit like me coffee. With the coffee, I am, because I know 19 grams, I need 19 grams. And I didn't want to have that, because you weigh 19 <laughs> grams, that's me kind of coffee, you know. But yeah. And I was sitting the day, it was 19.3, and I'm tapping my teaspoon, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm doing that, up the bloody, th- oh, no, I'm not getting into it, I'm not getting into it. So that's why I kind of <laughs> backed off from that. But there's a good question then, Steve. Even all that kind of fertigation, high boost feeds, yeah. not in that third polyton, you're still struggling then. The heat, because I would have thought yeah. that feed would have like protected them a little bit more than what normal. No, if they, 
if the heat's not right, it, it just stops the actual tomato setting on the vines. <laughs> and I know that, again, from past experience with other tunnels and greenhouses in the past, if the temperatures aren't right when they're setting, then they won't. And I think it, I think they call it dry set. I might, I might be wrong on that, but, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll just stop them setting completely. But I, I'm hoping to reverse that, you know, in two days' time. and Hopefully tomorrow these window openers will come, and then the day after I can fit them, and then I can start to reverse that fortune. Some tomatoes are setting. The bread, not the brads, the very crazy cherry, they're growing now. I'm starting to get fruit on there. Yeah. Oh. And it might also be that because those plants were sown later, um, it might also be because of that as well i don't really know at this stage but i've just noticed there's there should be more fruit there uh-huh. i'm getting like, the barry's crazy cherries of uh not starting to ripen but they're starting to like them branches are starting to like fill out with fruit yeah. and they're just like bizarre looking you know what i mean when yeah, you have like yeah. even like say a good gardener's delight stem you know it might yeah. have like say 20 tomatoes on it it's nowhere yeah. near what these Barry's crazy cherries oh, yeah. are going to be like. And yeah. Audrey, are you? Because I've got a picture. Let me just. So, have we got any? Is there any in there that are Barry's crazy no, cherries? We tasted uh, one. I think I had two ripe ones. Uh, I'm on oh, the fence oh, about the taste. All oh, right, I, right. But I don't normally like a pure yellow tomato. Mm-hmm. So I like them when they're mm. yellow with some red in there. Uh, but it, like the yellow pear tomatoes, I grew those one year, and I just find them kind of mealy and flavorless. Yes, but that's just my you know that's just no, my palate. Uh, no, no, I'll do uh, them. Uh, uh, the brads you, were, the, I mean, the berries were a little disappointing. You uh, sent over the yellow pear for me, Hotry, last um, last year, well, I think, and and yeah, I think that's got that. Palate is the same, right? Yeah. I mean, some people like yellow tomatoes a lot, but. Audrey, Audrey. Yes. That tomato there is Oh, oh that is oh, so good. Oh, isn't it? That's um it's so good. So this that if is anyone's looking, yes, a black strawberry tomato. Oh, and those are looks amazing. Did you Steve, did you get any of those or not? Or I've got some in. Um I've got some growing. I think I've got a couple of fruits on them at the minute, so um yeah, hopefully we'll they get are, some fruits off that to are... try. Delicious tomatoes. So, Audrey, then going back to your tomatoes, what can we see in this picture? I can see some black strawberry ones, and, and I can see uh, some, some Brad's Atomic Gray. Brad's Atomic there in the, the top. top. These are some Sun Golds underneath that. Right. Uh, the big one in the upper right corner is Adelaide Festival Dwarf. That grows on a determinate, uh, very, very, very good tomato. And I think this green one right here is an evil olive. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's called. And it can be used in place of tomatillos. So Uh I'm going to try using that to make some salsa and see how true that is. Because it's a much easier plant to contain than a tomatillo plant. Because they just take over. What um, what does it taste like, Audrey? It's really very good taste. Right. Um, it is a little different than the, like the black strawberry, mm-hmm. but it's it reminds me a little bit of a Brad's Atomic Grape, only meatier. 
Right, right. It, yeah, so I'm going to, once I make salsa out of it, when I think the red ones under the brads are juliettes, which are just a different kind of. All right, yes, uh, I can see them in the kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So have you been getting Audrey a tomato harvest for a while? Or are we just are you just starting to come in? No, that now? was my first that was really my first one. Right. Um mm. and my like I said, my de- indeterminate are struggling right now. My determinate tomatoes have about there's hundreds and they're starting to turn red. Mm-hmm. Or yes. whatever color they're supposed to. So we're gonna have a great harvest of my indeterminates this year. Mine talking about great harvest. I just want to point you back again, Audrey, just to JB's harvest, right? I just want to, right? I he had a great so, harvest. You know, look at that harvest of Audrey's. JB, what, what, what's going on? What's going on, man? Oh, come on. <laughs> that is a, a lovely harvest there. So, and I'm yeah. guessing that's not all of it, Audrey, or is that all of them? Well, that's that's my onions. Right, yes, right. That is plenty of onion. So that was about two hundred, I think, that we pulled. Man, man, that's a yeah. And the Elsa a... Craigs are up here, which are the are they're up at the top. Those are the the biggest ones, but they right. won't store as long. So, right. wow, yeah. very nice. All I can see is you've got a lot to learn, young man. You've got a lot I to. Know. Le- <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> What's the bloody point? Uh, well, that's that's actually one of me me topics, Steve. Um, and we're kind of what's the bloody point? But running out of steam, you know, for like a new gardener, that's kind of taking it up. And I always find yes. as well like this kind of glut season it doesn't knock us, but it's not as exciting as what. Of like the anticipation of growing everything, you know, once it start coming in, I'm a yes. little bit. What? What? Could you give any advice? Because obviously you don't mm. suffer at all from what's the bloody point? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's kind of you know like running out of steam. You've been doing it since you were five. I kind of see you stopping yeah. the size of that, you know. And you've got like you see that that size allotment, which would stop most folks. You know what I mean? Would like get on top of them in that. So. Can you give any tips of like how you don't run out of steam or hit a wall? Well, I think I think firstly, if if I didn't have a plot so big, I don't think obviously I wouldn't do as much, and I think I would end up actually stopping at some point, and I probably would run out of steam. Right. I've got to have something to you know. At the minute, I've got enough jobs to do down there for the next three weeks, and I've got to get them all done in a week. And I'm always like that every single day. I'm always playing catch up. Um, but is that not is that not one of the points that I'm kind of like you know like for someone who's new, it just gets like this snowball. You kind of kind of control it gets bigger and bigger because <clears throat> I'm going up there and, I, and I've got nowhere near that you know. But I'm thinking right, and even down to the point where I'm noticing like little seedlings coming again on freshly yes. weed, weeded garden. I'm thinking bloody hell, hell, you know what I mean and. Does it not get on yeah, top I of mean, you? Sometimes it does, and it has in the last um, three or four weeks, really, uh, because I ha- I've had to spend more time at home recently for various reasons. Um, so, yeah, if you have to leave that behind for a while, then jobs will get on top of you. But just plod away. Just set yourself 
a target. And one thing I always, always do is if, for instance, I've got a big job, let's say I'm going to clear a bed and then plan something else, I'll break that job down into many little items. So first of all, it's getting the tools out to do the job. Then it's getting myself at the bed, and then I'm harvesting whatever needs harvesting. Then I'm clearing the bed, then I'm raking it, and then I'm getting my next plants ready to go in. So everything is broken down into a series of jobs. So no matter, no matter when you stop, if you have to stop halfway through, you've succeeded. You've done something that you set out to do. And if you do it that way, you always walk away from your garden fulfilled as opposed to, God, I didn't get that finished. That's probably the best thing. You know what I mean? That's a good bit of advice there. I think that's kind of, again... (laughs) I tell you what it is, Steve. With me, it's like, you see, especially now, I'll go up and I think, right, I want to do some work in the garden. I want to kind of plant. I want to sow. I think, oh, but first I've got to water the tomato plants. Do you know what I mean? I've got to water the tomato. Then I've got to harvest. I've got to get a harvest for the night's tea. And by that time, you know what I'm thinking? I've got to do... Well... This is a little bit of it. I've got to do a video. Do you know what I mean? You kind of, you know, yeah. that's a little bit kind of different for most people. But by the time I've done that and done that, I'm thinking, ah, just, you know what I mean? I just, and I'm thinking a lot of people must do that. And I'll tell you why I'm thinking this, because I've never seen, you know, the top allotment from me. I haven't seen that yeah. lady. I haven't seen that lady back. You know, there was someone there uh, who was doing that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I think it might have been the same month when she, and I'm thinking, I wonder if she's kind of just been a little bit overwhelmed. Oh, she might be on holiday for a month. I've, I've, you know what I mean? It might be lonely yeah. or anything. I, you know what I mean? I'm just surmising. But it was the what gave us the idea for the kind of topic, running out of steam. Yeah. GB, to be honest, I think if you don't run out of steam, you're, a, you know what I mean, with, with having, like, say, that would get me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I say, a messy yes. garden okay. would stress us. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm being kind of, it would kind of stress us, which I would have to get done. Do you know what I mean? And they get on top of us. Yeah. I've got to, got to get it done. Are you one of those just yes. laid back kind of? You've no, got... I, so I've got a few a few points I'd make. I definitely agree. Very difficult time of year um, because we go from kind of the traditional normal garden jobs that you've got most of the year to also having to deal with gluts of food, you know, preserving, cooking, doing all this extra stuff with them on top of the normal the normal lot and you know second spring as well so you've got xyz to be planting and planning for you know the next few months it's also very hot <laughs> like so it's quite difficult being outdoors and working um so you know you have to kind of adjust a lot for this time of year and the main thing i do is just prioritization and one of the things that is at the bottom of the priority list at the moment is weeding, which is why some of the beds look like they do. You know, my main priorities are taking care of what's there, making sure that everything is watered in the greenhouse, making sure that, you know, I'm keeping <laughs> what I've managed to get this far. Um, Alive. And then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, then you kind of think about harvesting and sowing more. Um, and weeding is, maybe it should be higher my priority list but yeah but this time of year i do get very laid back about the weeds and as well i'm quite laid back because they're not really growing because it's so dry all the weeds yeah. are just kind of having a tough time as well um so yeah well, weeding just funny enough gb that's what's not happening because 
because I'm watering all the time. So all this heat, yeah, yeah. all this water is just kind of making weeds are like a happy little. And I mean, it's probably nowhere near weeds, but it's enough for kind of me. But I just, it is that kind of running out of steam. Audrey, have you got any advice for running out of steam or just picking yourself back up and going to the garden or? Yeah, um, I actually uh, employed some help. I asked my husband very nicely if he would please weed some areas for me because uh, he doesn't like to plant. He doesn't like to harvest. Uh, he just puts up with it kind of because I love to, but he doesn't mind weeding. So I was oh. like, could you please? Right. So he was in our back 40. I'm telling you, he was weeding for like two hours. And, you know, that's where the garlic was. And that's where some of the onions were. So you know how weeds just kind of get up in there. And and he was pulling out some things that looked like small trees to me. So I would say there's no shame in asking for a little help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, I get, there's a weirdness. Uh, because I'm determined whatever we grow, we're not wasting. Yeah. So I either have to find someone to give it to or I have to preserve it. So right now, mm-hmm. my dehydrator is going 24-7. I've got two ferments going. Uh, we just froze a whole lot of things. So it it kind of morphs from gardening to now how do I preserve everything I've grown. What, just how, what, what are you fermenting, Audrey? I, I love fermenting, to be honest. I'm fermenting pickles right? Uh, in one of mine, and I have a kimchi going in the other. Nice. Right. So what have you used? So that, that means, that means, Stephen, she, Audrey's grown a bloody Chinese cabbage. Uh, yes, I did. Right. But well, it didn't now. head. It did not head. But I used all the leaves, and it turned. I mean, it it worked just as well. Well, I've right. I've just this last two days. Today is probably a fortnight, so my sauerkraut is ready now. My first batch of sauerkraut, and I kind of had a little mm-hmm. taste about three days ago, and it's just like. Get in there, get in. And it's like, I don't know if it took, I can't remember how many cabbages it took, but it was like, it's a big jar, and I totally squashed it all in. So there's a whole load there. So that'll last a good, you know, you only need like, say, a tablespoon sort of size on. That'll last a yeah. while there. So nice. I, I know, Steve, you were kind of, we had a chat through the week, and you were kind of preparing or prepping to they like, put away. The turnips, is that right? Did that did that job get done? Oh yeah, it's all in freezer now. It's all right. done. All all cut up, blanched and frozen, uh, ready for the winter. So I can pull it out for soups, casseroles, whatever I'm making. You know, is is the prepping the worst part of gardening? Because I know for me, gardening's <laughs> the the best part. Prepping's a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you're doing this kind of prep for freezing. Not for me. Because I'm an ex-chef, so, uh-huh. um, you know, I started, when I started as a commie chef in the kitchen, it was kind of normal to go in the kitchen at 8 o'clock in the morning and by 9 o'clock you'd peeled your way through five sacks of spuds before you'd had breakfast. Mm-hmm. That was normal. So prepping and, and doing food like that is just, it's second nature to me. It's, very nice. you know. Yeah, there's, no, there's no stopping it. There's a bit of advice just kind of. 
keeps you going, Stephen. He certainly keeps me going, Stephen. I could do all that standing on one leg and playing a guitar as well. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> now that I want to see in your next video. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> um, let's just have a look. Oh, he has, a, he has a, an unusual one. Just um, Lord Such is asking... I have often wondered if removing suckers from tomato plants hinders the carbohydrate production for the whole plant as the leaves on the suckers produce the sugars. Now, JB, I'll, I'll jump to you first with that question then. I'll read it again just so you kind of you get the gist of it there. One second, I'll just... Lord Such is asking, he's often wondered if removing the suckers from tomato plants, obviously the leaves, the stem, the suckers, hinders the carbohydrate production for the whole plant as the leaves on the suckers produce the, the sugars. Yeah, well, I'd say it's the leaves on the stem as well that produce the sugars, right? I don't think there's anything special about leaves that come from suckers. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. I opened that one up to the panel. Um, <laughs> But... Gonna have to push you, JB. You got five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. Yeah, no, I, say that, um, so look, I, I don't think it's an issue because the the sucker is is not just leaves. You know, it's also going to be flowers and things that put more demand on your plants. You know, you're going to have additional trusses. It's kind of about balancing that with what's already there. Um, so I, I don't think taking off the suckers does any harm, so long as you've you know got a, a normal healthy healthy stem healthy plants healthy leaves that can produce all the things that the tomatoes yeah. need that's my I was, take i was gonna steve i'll jump to you this because i know probably you agree with with gb there but on the flip side of it you know what i mean so i wonder how much the leaves do produce because you know i kind of i don't strip them totally bare but i certainly kind of almost you yeah. know you know what I'm talking about? Take the leaves right off there. You know oh, what I, mean? I know, Good. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Good I ventilation. Know, know. And while, you know, while the leaf while the leaf is green, it's photosynthesizing <laughs> and producing for the plants. If you rip it off, it can't photosynthesize for the plants. But with the suckers, I think you you might benefit from a couple of leaves at the top of a sucker on the plants. But bear in mind, they're only going to be small for quite some time. And the power that it's taken from the plant itself to grow that sucker, I reckon probably far outweighs what it will actually give back to the plants. Very well put. Yeah. But again, going back to, you know, me kind of stripping them plants, and like I say, I, I had a look at um, Charlie, Charlie Dowden did, does it as well. Do you know what I mean? So... And just yeah. going off a taste, you know, I'm starting to kind of bring in my little kind of harvest now. And again, I'll just kind of that that black strawberry there. The taste was phenomenal. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's just like sweet. So, could our palates detect losing the leaves? I, d I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm just. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, the leaves are there to help the plant grow and to help. It's nothing really to do with uh, the flavour, I think. It's more to do with what the plant draws up from the soil and what it gathers from the sunlight. It's the ripening process that puts the flavour in, into the tomatoes. So the more leaves you've got on there, it is a balancing act, you know. I mean, at the moment, I've taken the bottom leaves off 
off my tomato plants, but only the ones that touch the soil. The rest are staying on because they're putting the power into that plant. When I've got yeah. fruits that are nearly ripened and they're covered with the leaves, then I'll take those leaves off, let the sun get at them and ripen them. And if there's any sign of botrytis or, or mold or mildew around the plants, then I'll take leaves off. Otherwise, you know, it's like having a watch with 20 cogs and taking 10 out and saying, get it on with it. <laughs> Audrey, any, any thoughts on, on this topic about taking the leaves off, losing any like sugar flavors from a tomato? I, I really have to agree with uh, JB on this one. They're really just more plants that are growing off the side of our current plant. So yeah. I think it's just, uh, it's just duplicating what's already there. I've never heard that it changes the flavor. I could be completely wrong on that, but I've never heard anything like that. Right. I take them off of my indeterminate. I don't take them off my determinate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. I'm just going to put a question on there for from Karen. Karen Fox is asking, um, cabbage white caterpillars have destroyed oh, my world. Oh. Oh, destroyed my white cabbages and Brussels sprouts, even though she covered them with scaffolding then. How can I destroy them all? Oh, yeah, I love that. How can I just destroy <laughs> them all so I can replace the plants? Mm. Mm. <laughs> How can you destroy every cabbage white fly? I don't think there's an easy answer. I curse them every time I see them flying by. Oh, I know. And I kind of... I love like GB. You had that netting picture, you know what I mean. And yeah. that's where we're getting that whole kind of. What's the yeah. bloody point? You know what I mean. It was that's just. <laughs> yeah, that's where it's from. You know what I mean. It's just there is no easy answer, isn't it? You, there's no. unless you're going to start like kind of, I guess, dozing your leaves with chemicals. You know, like uh, yeah. you know what I mean. That well, goes BT down the is... BT. Yeah. What BT was that? Work. Oh yes, BT I. Uh, You've used that in but a, you have to reapply before, that you? after every rainfall, which mm -hmm. right now for me mm -hmm. would not be a problem. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you have to kind of keep up on that. But I think that's probably almost a better way than this netting. Because mm -hmm. I've had so many whites in under my netting that I kind of can't believe. How do they get in there? Let's just but have a do. little let's just have a little quiz then. We'll start with the uh... JB, JB, what does B B T stand for? Oh, Let's go to Stephen. Let's see if the old boy knows it. A B T. Yes. Bacillus thuringiensis. Oh, you see, he got it there. Did you know Audrey? Yes. Yes, that's right, yeah. right, right, right. It's it's a. Of course, it is. We pronounce it a little different over here. Bacillus thenengenis. I was going. I was thenengenis. But what I've noticed, yeah. it's a bit of a difficult thing to mix, especially on say, you know, like the cabbagey thing is where they're almost like waterproof, bulletproof. Anyways, you know what I mean. If you don't mm. get that mist fine enough, it can the run yeah. off and and things like that. I'd still go with netting. But yeah, BT if you can get, but it's a hard thing to, to pick up. Bacillus thuringiensis. Ther thuringiensis. So, <laughs> God. <laughs> sorry. I, funny enough, I got some. 
I got some and I've used it each year. I haven't this year dug it out. And I don't know, like, in, I don't know if my nettings are stand, standing up to test the time. I, I suppose I've still got cabbages, but I'm getting more more snails this year is kind of my yeah my pest has been more snails just going into like the because i'm watering a hell of a lot there is some lovely damp areas there although the kind of ground's dry it's like most days there's there's water coming down so i'm getting hit with snails so i'm surprised you need to water as much as you do considering you've got no dig beds there i mean that by now because i know you've been doing it for a bit longer than myself they must be quite deep now in, in compost and it, almost self-mulching. I'm surprised you actually need well, to water that there much. Was, there was, when was it? A, a couple of videos ago, Steve, I can't remember. I took my hand in and it was bone dry for, you know what I mean? For a, like a, That's right, good, yeah. a good depth, you know what I mean? And it was like yeah. puddling on the top and it was hard to mix in and it was just like, that had to be yeah. literally soaked. And... You know, we were talking about, like, say, your onions before then, and, and kind of my my spring onions, what, like, a second batch of them, just look pasty, pale green, you know, and yeah. it just looks like they haven't got enough kind of water goodness in them. You know, it's like a big parched mm. earth kind of thing, and I'm, it's a kind of... It's what's the bloody point? That's what the bloody question is. So, have we got any kind of foolproof plan, do you think, BT for, for Karen, for the, the cabbage white? Bacillus, Karen, Therangenis. That's, a, that's, that's as close as you're going to get me seeing it anyway. So. I haven't used it this year. I've used uh, scaffolding netting so far, uh-huh. simply because I haven't seen that many butterflies around. I've, I have grown a few early brassicas this year, and... I mean, I have those big Caraflex cabbage. Three of them have been attacked by something, probably slugs. Uh, and I think I did say a couple of caterpillars on them. But I've just left them in the bed. I've got kind of a lax attitude to pests. If they're concentrating on, you know, like one cabbage there, but leaving the others alone, I'll leave them alone. I mean, they've yeah. got to eat as well, you know. So I'm kind of lax like that. I don't worry too much about the pest itself. No, no, I've got to disagree. I've got to disagree, Stephen. If I see, <laughs> if I see like a cabbage, and I see like a hatch, like a hatchling hatch. Well, I don't know what it kind of that is for, like loads of caterpillars on a plant. It almost kind of revolt. You know what I mean? It's like bile comes yeah. up, like oh, get up, and I'm squashing. You know, it's like it's just like <laughs> nah, I've got to like I cannot. Um, so I- I think you do have some Corleone in you. Yes. No, but it is. It's, it's almost like a repulsion when I see all like, the caterpillars. I'm thinking, you're yeah. kidding us. Do you know what I mean? If I well, it's, it's, them, it's those kind of things that will drive you crazy on an allotment plot or in a garden and make you do too much. So you end up being that person that you were talking about earlier, about having that extra steam. If you have a bit more of a lax and lazy attitude to it, you still get the important jobs done. But, you know, don't sweat the small stuff, really. No, I, I sweat the small stuff. Yeah, with, I, like... but those, if you had an infestation of caterpillars on one cabbage... That could spread quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I would just cut it off, and you could yeah. maybe lay it outside the bed and just go here. This is your your food. Fine, <laughs> but get out yeah, of the get I out think. of my 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 netting. Thank yeah. you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I would do that. definitely cut that out. I couldn't yeah. just, I couldn't just leave it and just like, hey, we're all chill here. Let's just, have, let's just get on together. No, no, it would be if I could, it would be a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah, twelve ball shotgun. And you have one, I know, so you can I know. Use it. And I'm, I'm lethal in my sliders with it as well. <laughs> God. Uh, listen, we're, um, all right. We've just been talking about prickles on cucumber. Robin's asking, what causes the prickles on cucumbers to turn black? I have one plant doing this. Right, so Robin must have like a few plants, but one of the, like the, the actual prickles are turning black. Now, I've never heard of this. I'm not... Me either. No? Does that ring well, a bell? I haven't heard of it. I mean, I the only one. thing I can think is, is that when it goes to a point, it'd be quite fine. Um, and it might be getting burned by the sun. But other than that, I've not heard of it. On, mm. And I wouldn't know. I have, I have one doing that uh, on a salt and pepper cucumber. And I thought that's maybe why it got that name, was because it's a white cucumber, but it has little black spikes. Right, huh? right. So I thought that was the name, like so that's the, where they got it, because it so kind of looks like salt pepper. The skin's white, Audrey, is it? Yeah. Right. Or you know, or very, very light green. Uh huh. I was very disappointed in the flavor. However, those right. are not getting fermented. Lots of seeds. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like it was more <laughs> seeds than flesh, and I picked it quite small, right? But right. very, not, not pleasant. So you know when you're fermenting your pickles, you know like your cucumbers. Yes. Too, are, are you just taking them? You know, like Audrey about say two or three, you know, four inches <clears throat> that kind of size. Well, it kind of depends. Uh, you know, if you miss a pic, uh, cucumber one day, it's. You know, much larger the next day. Mm -hmm. So I'm making this batch of pickles are pickle slices. Right. So it's less determined on the size. That's true. I mean, my cucumbers are going to be coming in hard the next few weeks. And that's when I'll probably do spears and whole pickles. Off the top of your head, Audrey, can you yes. just throw away your recipe? Or, or, or do you need, have you got like, is it quite a intense recipe for your pickles well, it's, it's all about uh, about uh the pickling yes you know the actual ingredients to make your pickle pickle oh well the, the ingredients are really easy it's more the ratio of salt to water uh so it's water salt and then really whatever flavorings you want to do and i'm doing dill with mustard seed peppercorns some pig peppercorns I think there's one more thing in there. Garlic, yes. Uh, but it's more about the water to salt ratio that's important. Right. So that's a uh, that's a fermentation, not a not a pickling. Exactly. Oh, right, right. Yeah, okay. So right, right. I'm kind yeah. of not. Um, I'm not thinking right. from the same. same but I do have sheet. some pickle recipes too. Well, all yeah, you you send yeah. them over. You send okay. them over to me. Oh, okay. Pickling is vinegar, Real right? Good. Which is. I guess a little exactly. bit less yeah. prone to yeah. That's more like a brining, isn't it? Really, mm -hmm. right? Yep, yep. We'll do. Right. Well, listen. I think we've come to that time. I'd seen in the comments last week. You know, people were saying, "Why don't we last a bit longer?" Now I was just kind of seeing how my 
esteemed guests would notice, but we've ran over by 20 minutes already. I hadn't actually. Oh you should join that. Oh, yes. Keep going till half past. It's just, well, why don't we, you know, we'll, we'll have a little chat afterwards, though, but why don't we have our tips of the week? Now, JB had three last week, so he's hedging his bet. I bet he's still kept the two, and he hasn't thought of any new ones. JB, have you got your <laughs> tip of the week? I do have a new one, um, and it came after watching your video recently, Tony, um, where you oh. were trying to read what you'd written. On your oh, right, right. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> when I went to visit Chili Chump, um, he had this thing for his labels that I'd never seen before, but it, it's a wax pencil that you can get. Um, right. And they have multiple different uses, but they're so good for plant labels because it's like waterproof. It doesn't rub off. It's like completely stubborn. Um, you can get it off at the end of the season. Um, but yeah, that's my tip. Have a look at wax pencils because that stuff stays on your plant label and you right. will actually remember what you planted. It's funny because I was 100% GB. I was 100% into kind of someone told us in one of my comments, like a, a nice HP pencil is great, you know, the graphite there. But I bought some, the last lot of labels I got, which was from Premier Seas Direct, didn't work with the pencil. It just weren't kind of, wasn't compatible. And that's one of them labels was the ones that wasn't, and I, it, yeah. it's almost too shiny, the label. So I'm, my handwriting is absolutely shocking anyways. But given that on top of a shiny label, it just like was slipping away. And I still don't know what them things are. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm gonna hedge my bets and say it's sorrel, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Someone someone's just asked if uh, if the wax melts in the sun, but <laughs> Chili Jump's greenhouse is like fifty degrees and I, fifty degrees. Gosh. And, uh, yeah, they're wow. they're all right. They're all right in there. His his fuel bill must just be like out of this world. Do you know what I mean? Just kind of. What do you mean? That's the sun. Oh, That's well, I, I know, but like he's, what I'm thinking though as well, he's got a, there's no sun wherever he is in, in February. You know what I mean? So, ah, uh, yeah, he's, so, um, yeah, he, uh, he does need to think about heating the stuff in February quite, mm-hmm, quite, mm-hmm. quite well. But he's got a little potting shed that's all insulated and all that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it does get expensive around that time of year. Stephen, tip of the week, sir. Um, while your tomatoes are growing and the don't plants are growing up, and, yeah, don't <laughs> cut the leaves off. We've done that one. Did that. That's ages old. Um, and we've done the composting chilies one. We've done that one as well. Yeah. No, when they're growing up, if you're growing them up canes or a string, just give them a knock with their, like I've got here, a pen. Just give them a knock and that will shake the pollen out of the flowers mm. and help to pollinate the flowers. So you can either just tap the plants or tap the cane, tap the string, whatever is supported, and it will just help and aid pollination of your tomatoes. You didn't do that in the th- polytunnel number three. Yeah, I, I had a question for Steve that I, I, I meant to ask earlier. All um, right, yeah, go away. I wondered if it was an issue with, or could it be an issue for the tomatoes setting fruit caused by humidity? You know, like, have you kind of had a think about what the humidity levels are in the greenhouse and what tomatoes need? Because that can be an issue with chili peppers. It's not so bad in this country because, you know, generally you're going to be close to the sea, <laughs> relatively speaking. Um, and, you know, generally it's pretty humid in the UK. 
But Jamie, what 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 Steve's kind of I'm just kind of jumping in, Steve. I'll let you have a little chat. He's got tomatoes in other other tunnels, and they're all kind of working. You know what I mean? They're all kind of fruiting. It's only this one that's got a little bit of kind of poor ventilation, which soon will get the ventilation. So, what do you think, Steve? I mean, JB's right. I mean, it could be contributory. I don't really know without doing any sort of test with a meter or some description. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wouldn't know. But the one thing I do know is that the leaves on those plants uh, are all curled up, and that's down to temperature. So it's getting too okay. hot in the day and too cool at night, and the temperature is, you know, it's just too vast. I mean, they could mm -hmm. even be sort of half shut down. But I think having these new windows, which will get sorted out this week, will help and aid them moving forward. I might have lost a certain amount of crop lower down on the plants, but hopefully I can I can bring that back around. That's what I'm hoping anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've had and if it doesn't happen, you'll, you'll find me hanging like that from the polysomal. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, JB? Yeah, I was going to say I've had the same thing, you know, dry set on some of the tomatoes and it, it was the ones that were stressed. Uh -huh. um, yeah. And I think that was just lack of water. Actually, I had a few people saying that quad grows and beefsteak tomatoes don't go well together because it doesn't give them quite enough water. Um, so that might have actually been what was causing the blossom end drop that we talked about last week as well. Again, JB, see, I'm kind of struggling with that because that's... Oh, camera's oh, gone. can't see you, Tony. Yeah, one, one second, I'll put that one on. That you've got that kind of constant water, though, JB, with the quad grows. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's I, like, I know it's like a little, but it's it's constant. So I, would, I, I don't know. I would have thought it would have been kind of okay. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I, lots of other people saying the same thing, though. So mm -hmm. I Audrey, think they just need a bit of extra yes. in, the, in the pot, you know. The tip of the week, madam. I want to talk just a minute about herbs or herbs. Perhaps. Herbs, yes. Um, Thank you. Forget, don't forget to harvest those. I know a lot of people grow them, but don't really harvest them. Like harvest them now uh, and bring them in and dry them so that you can actually use them. The other part of this tip is don't harvest them uh, like a month before your first frost, because you know, anytime you uh, harvest an herb, they're gonna it's gonna uh, prompt more growth, and you want the growth to be more established before those uh, frosts come in, and that's mainly a perennial herb. Uh, and it also is a great time right now to uh, split them. Good time to dig them up, split them, clean them up, and get them so they can get re-rooted and established uh, before the winter comes. Audrey, just when you mentioned about herbs there, because I've done exactly that. I've got two like little oregano, oops, that's the wrong one, two little oregano bushes, but they've went to flower. So right? have, I, have I missed any chance to gain the... To dry I mean, them the out, flavor, or well, the flavor is best before they flower, right? But if they flowered, you're still going to get a nice. Uh, mm. You just cut the flowers off and then dry what's left. But you can split those now too; it'd be fine. Uh -huh. No, right, right. There we go then. Yeah. Well, I think 
that's I'm going to call it a, a day there because the other the camera's gone again on on uh, the heat one. I'm going to so I'll I'll bring on me little this one back that I'm on there now. I'll move this to the center one again till I work out uh-huh. why that's cutting out. But I think we've had a fab time. I would just like to yes. say, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Stephen, a big thank you for coming in. Always a pleasure, never a chore. You're welcome, Charles. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Remembered. Remembered. JB, thank you, sir. Our, for me. our now, we've realised now, Italian pin-up gardener for all that, you know what I mean? Ripped. You know what I mean? Everyone, go and have a look at that. You know, the guns are out on that little tight T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. We'll get there. We've, we've had a lovely comment from Paul. Paul Lewis in the chat. Have a look All at right. that one if you can see it. What? Uh, I'm nice. I'm still on the um, I'm on the queues. So what's it? Read it out forward. He said, "Us four are the best he's ever seen on YouTube in the last few months." He tuned in for garden tips and hasn't laughed this much in ages. Keep it up, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, lovely, Paul. Really thank nice. you very much. Thank you, <laughs> Audrey. Always a pleasure yeah, again. Thank you so much. You are a little Thank star. You. This was great fun, as always. And don't forget my pickling recipe. You know what I, mean? I will not. I like I the will. idea of like slicing cucumbers. I'm, I'm pulling cucumbers, Audrey. That would make you blush. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, <laughs> I think it might be cucumber. That's what I'm. So, oh, I, mean. so no, I would like to. You have a pickle that you like that you can keep that brine uh from a store-bought pickle and you can add cucumber slices to that right or just save the brine and use it again right oh i didn't know you could do that oh yes yeah right right because we've got like you know like costco's to do like the pickled like gherkins which I'm yeah. quite, you know, I'm quite partial to. So. Yeah. So good. If you get, if you go down that road as well, you can go into making your own um, pickling vinegar as well. You can grow it, keep it long enough, and you'll make a, a mother vinegar, which is like kind of like a syrupy, gooey stuff, and you can make your own vinegars from that as well. So, all good things. All good things. All but Stephen, all good things must have come to an end. <laughs> yes so I would just like to say thank you everyone that's been in the chat that question. if you haven't had your, ch- your, your question pop it into the discord we might not get it straight away but we're all there 24-7 or someone might answer it for you there and again don't forget like I said there's the discord I don't know who's going to show you that but the channel we're going to have one more week on this my channel then we're actually moving over to the Potty Mouth Garden Club one as well, so that would be lovely to see there. And we've got lots of things, or I've got lots of things planned for that channel as well, not just a Monday night, but all sorts going on there as well. So, thank you indeed. We will be here next Monday. Everyone, I would like to show, but I'm not actually on that picture, but I'll just say goodbye. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Take good Cheers, care, everyone. everyone. Have a great Bye-bye. Bye.